Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the Executive Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, the Director of Greenville Smart, and I am here with my producer, Deloy Cole. Deloy's hey, back. how's it going? I was, well, it's going good. I was missing good. my support human the other day when I was on with Randy Alderman. Oh. Which, weirdly, he's my other support human, so I don't know. It's just strange. <laughs> um, Randy here. was great. He was great. He, oh, yeah, he's a natural. And we're here with another great guest, Bill Walker. He is the Economic Development Coordinator for the City of Greenville. And some of you might not know this, but Bill, Bill and I work together quite a bit because, well, we're both working for the betterment of the, well, the economy of Greenville, the businesses, uh, as it were, and, and helping to keep them, them going, especially during a time like this. And Bill, I, before we get started, I just wanna give you kudos because I keep getting complimented on the list we put out on Facebook um, for businesses that are adjusting their times and their services. Bill is the one that actually started that and I just grabbed it from him and, and added to it. And You've said, done a great job curating that, making it so it, it stays more up to date, making it, I mean, it's a team effort to do something it, of that magnitude because it, there's it, so much going on right now. It has to be. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to give you a shout out because Bill's the one that got that started. And so Bill, myself, Jess, Adam, uh, the, the rest of the chamber and other businesses and some people out in the county have been a very uh, instrumental in keeping that going and keeping everyone informed. So thank hey, you. Lane, also, yeah. don't forget, Bill's an amazing photographer. Uh, Bill is amazing photographer. Walker Photography, in case you didn't know, that is Bill, thank you, Bill. Walker. Yeah. He also Thank is a you. small business owner. Mm -hmm. He is. So mm -hmm. we welcome you. And um, while we've got you today, um, of course, we're talking about our current situation. Yeah. Um, we're trying to, to uh, go into our podcast throughout the month, um, every angle of uh, the, the situation that we're all under. And yours is unique in that you do work with the city. And so uh, currently, you're working with small businesses regarding... Um, financial issues and getting grants and loans, et cetera. And uh, can you just sort of give us an idea of, of the city's involvement in that? So currently we're basically right now facilitating efforts through the state. Um, there's going to be another series of, of, of programs that begin that have begun under the new CARES Act that was enacted by the president this past week but a lot of that information is not known. So right now we can only just concentrate on, on what we do know, which are our two programs from, for the state. The first one is, is uh, Small Business Administration Economic uh, Injury D Disaster Relief Loan Program. Um, that one we're really not involved with because it's more, um, it's more centered around lenders. So if, if, you're, if you're interested in um, taking out a loan, which is something that we've found that a lot of businesses are not interested in because it's really tough right now as it is. Adding more water to a ship that's taking water is really not prudent. But there are some who have where this could be an opportunity for them to add a little more money to, to pay payroll, to pay for inventory, working capital, those sorts of things. That's a small business administration loan, which is a federal government loan that also entails a lot of applications and a lot of uh, paperwork. We aren't the facilitator for that program. Those would be your banks, your lenders, all the ones in Greenville can do that. 
uh, I would, if you're, if that's something you're interested in, um, and, and as is the case with the other program we'll talk about here, please feel free to reach out to me at any time and I'll, I'll direct you in the right way. Uh, but in terms of facilitating that program, it's called the, the Illinois Small Business Emergency Loan Fund. Um, reach out to your bankers. They will be able to assist you directly. So the, the second program is one that has been, has gotten a lot more interest and it, it's, it's put out by the Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity. That's the state's economic development branch. Uh, and this is, it's called the Downstate Small Business Stabilization Program. Never an acronym that is easy with, <laughs> with these sorts of things. For sure. But this one is, is taken directly out of the Community Development Block Grant. So this is, a little bit of background about that prod, that program, the CDBG, is communities like ours aren't called what's in, aren't what's called an entitlement community. Those are your largest larger communities in Illinois. That's Cook County and Chicago and Lake County and Madison and St. Clair and all the bigger cities. They're entitled to community development block grants through the federal government. They get those automatically. For communities like us we have to apply for them. So we have to have a project in hand, such as a sidewalk project, a road project, or a park project, something that we are pushing along. And we usually ha typically have to have matching funds for that. Mm -hmm. In this case, the state has moved to, to reutilize, repurpose some of those grant funds specifically for small businesses. They put, put aside $20 million across the state for business companies of uh, small businesses of up to 50 employees. So that's anybody from a sole proprietor business to somebody who runs a small manufacturing company. Um, the, the, they can apply for a grant for up to $25,000 in work, working capital. Now that's not a guarantee that anybody who applies is gonna get $25,000. If you do the math, $20 million divided by 25,000 is 800 grants across the state. I would imagine those grants will be quite a bit smaller. Right. And I can, I can almost promise that not everybody's going to get one because there's, there's been so much interest just from here in the last two days since we've sent out information. I can imagine what it's like across the state. Right. So the, another issue with, <clears throat> one of the issues we'll run into with this grant is it's quite an application. Uh, we're talking about 15 pages of, of things, some, some information that in, includes your, your tax return, your business tax returns, your profit and loss, your payroll, a lot of the, who you have on staff, those sorts of things that are they're readily available, but it's, it can be quite overwhelming to get all that information at once. Um, so that's, that's what we are here for. Bill, is, uh, that, uh, I will is, that, be, is that an online process? Uh, is this is not, this okay. is not an online process. This will be, because it's a, a, a CDBG grant program, this, the applications will need to be submitted to the city who is operating as the facilitator of the grant. So we will, we will probably have to do this in a couple, at least two different shifts where we take one group of applications that we received by a certain date and send those in and then get another one later on for the simple reason is that they are requiring it as is, is always the case with these CDBG grants is you have to have a public hearing. So that will require 
at least one meeting where the city council is leading is leading the the charge to open it up for public discussion. In most cases, those meetings are pretty painless. You move forward with the application. You just have to announce what's being sent forward. Uh, pardon my ignorance. I've not participated in any of those because I've never, we've, I've not had any opportunity to do that yet. But um, we're going to work our tails off to try to make sure that this is as painless as possible for people because it's it's not an easy. It can. It looks like it can be an overwhelming process for people who have never done this before. And in this case, nobody has done this before. Right. Right. Is that what's the deadline for those? There is there's no deadline on this one. Okay. So it's a rolling grant until the money runs out. Okay. And that to me that's that also means it's first come first serve. Right. So whoever gets in, whoever gets their stuff done fastest in term and it's across the state, it's not um it's not simply Greenville how Greenville's doing it. Right. All the municipalities or all the um authorities, like there's a port authority in uh, Granite City called the uh, America Central Port that has this authority to do it as well. Cities like Vandalia and, and Hillsborough and all of them have the authority to push this grant program through. So I would imagine they're all going to do every single community that has this opportunity is going to do the same thing. Oh, sure. With multiple. And it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. I don't want to discourage anybody from doing it because an opportunity is an opportunity. But it's it's going to be a lot of work, and and I want to be that be certain that everybody knows that myself and I, I I'm going to commandeer Jess Adam to be a partner in this. He may not know that yet, but he is now, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to help businesses through this process. That's wonderful. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it, it. It's going to be a lot of work. Um, mm -hmm. Now you know you said it has to go before like the city council. Are they going to have hold virtual? meetings hearings that's another question we're trying to figure out um we've been we've been trying to figure that out in in-house even though not everybody's in-house right um so we've toyed with the idea of streaming things we've toyed with the idea of um doing them over zoom like this right and but we don't know how it will work that will be something we'll have to nail down in the in the coming days and weeks there's a, a lot of things to be considered and, and things are being done in a way we've never had to worry about before. We've never had to do them this and way. And Bill, those sessions haven't been uh, scheduled yet. No, they haven't. Correctly. We wanted to, we kind of bantered around about how we would do it if we wanted to set a deadline for those dates to get everybody in, but we wanted to make sure that everybody had the opportunity to learn the application, right. to learn what they needed to do and give them the time to fill it out correctly and, and reach out for any yeah. help they had. Yeah, that we makes didn't sense. know what sort of, what sort of deadline that would allow for if we set something up seven days from now see we're beholden because we have to we're beholden because you have to have a seven-day period of publishing so people are aware of it right and then right and then you hold the meeting so if you set the the deadline now you might leave somebody out who comes in one day late right so we wanted to get in a certain a certain amount of applications before we sent that set that date so, do you know if any other communities are already rolling on this? I know Vandalia's had discussions. Um, I don't know about other of the neighboring ones. Okay. Uh, they're all facing the same questions because it, it's been a program that none of us have ever dealt with before. So we're 
that's that's a little bit of the patience that we'll be asking too is we're learning this as much as you are we we understand some of the process we understand a lot of the the application items but we still are kind of swimming upstream as well sure so um as much help as we're going to get give mm-hmm. it'll still be it'll still be kind of walking in the dark to a point so, so do you have any uh, feel for how many um local companies will will try to do this i mean i know they're struggling so yeah uh I would say there's a handful of of companies that are not struggling right now. And five, five weeks from now or a week from heck, even a week from now, we don't know how, how they're going to handle it. I know that I've been contacted directly from, we sent out an email about this late last night and I was contacted directly almost immediately by three. And I've been contacted by another 10 since then. Wow. Uh, and I would imagine that if I open up my email, I got another five already. So this is just getting started. And there's, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be a process. And, and we don't want people to be scared, but we also don't want people to, to we, we don't want people to be scared and not apply. We want to make sure that's as right. easy as possible. Right. And now is this money, um, that's, this is the money that's coming from the state, correct? Is that coming from the federal to the state and well, then it's federal the grant it's federal monies that are distributed to states okay. which are then distributed to localities okay and is so, this through the cares act or no, this is, is not the cares separate? act this okay. is a completely different program okay so the cares act will be a whole different batch of mm-hmm. applications mm-hmm. and processes right okay. right and from what we understand a lot of that right now might be based through banks specifically like the payroll protection act that was enacted that allows for a a loan to turn into a grant essentially for people to keep employees on their payroll right. um, we don't know any of the specifics of how that works or how banks will be reimbursed or how the money will be dispersed to them or any of that but that's the general theory is that these banks will be given any bank with an fdic insurance which is pretty well every bank in the country Mm-hmm. will be given these funds to disperse to businesses that apply for it. Um, I'm just like any other SBA loan program. It will be filled with paperwork and right. it will be, it'll, it'll take a lot of work, but it, it's, it's still a program that could do a lot of good for companies. Right. They're, they're saying that uh, they're trying to make it quick and somewhat easy. I mean, I know there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of paperwork, but for the, the cares act grant, slash loans, they'll, like you said, they'll be able to go directly to their bank and they've already been given authority, haven't they? If, if they have that relationship already that they can, the bank itself can approve the loans. I believe so. Uh, There's, there's a little bit of like, we've been talking to the banks over the last few days. Um, There's a little bit of language in there that says there's uh, preferred lenders, but I don't know that there's necessarily a preferred list to go to. Most of, most banks have have loan officers that are familiar with the process or have staff in their higher in their entire hierarchy that are familiar with the process uh, they should be able to assist you with that and they're learning just as much as just as quickly as we are because it while they may have experience with that this is a completely different program where a portion of it will be forgivable which is something that has never been done before right it's kind of amazing mm-hmm now, uh, 
I know you, has the city, I, I understand the city's been having virtual meetings with different groups of business. Yeah, we had, uh, so we've had a couple of meetings over the last few days, uh, teleconferences with restaurant owners and um, other local businesses that are trying to, to gauge how difficult this has been for them and, and see what other opportunities, how we can directly help them. Um, I, I know we've had discussions inside how the city can can work together to make things possible. If there if there's anything that the city can do directly from the city, we've talked about that, but we haven't any laid any plans out. Um, we kind of wanted to wait and see how everything laid out from the state and federal government to see if we could fill in the gaps. Right. Um, there's really no. We didn't want to rush to something that would be redundant. We didn't want to rush to something that would be not enough. So we're 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 kind of sitting back hoping that these state and federal things will take, will allow people to get access to what they need. And if there's not, and it, I would imagine there's probably some holes there, some large holes, we will try to act to, to get something done to, to do that. I, I can't make any promises. There's never anything that's a sure thing, but we want to, we want to be there to help however we can. Have you discussed what those uh, ways of helping might be? Vaguely, be, because it <laughs> <laughs> vaguely and kinda. I mean, there's we have programs through this to the um, through the city, like the revolving loan fund fund program, that is essentially just a lower um, interest version of the SBA loan. Mm -hmm. Other than that, we don't have anything readily available. A lot of the programs we offer are based on new construction or um, right or building something new and that's not going to be the case now no yeah it's a very different world we're living in right now um, yeah and yeah, things are things are happening so fast it's uh it's a little bit hard to keep up with the it's, latest yeah. in fact it yeah. did but the governor did extend the the stay at home mm -hmm. things for another month um and i've noticed that some states are now talking about fining people for being out but um we haven't heard anything like that, have we? No, I have not heard anything like that. Yeah, for Illinois, anyway. Um, yeah, have you heard? Yeah. Is there any? You, you work for the city. You're you're a G man. Yes. <laughs> um, <He> is. <laughs> is there any uh, inside intel into whether you think um, the stay home order will be extended past April? We've not heard anything outside of what has been announced. Uh, we hear murmurings here and there, but none of that is ever founded. It's all usually just it's hearsay. Yeah, mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of wait and see is what, yeah. what it seems to be for everyone. I, I, first time, I think in all of our lives anyway, maybe even people, you know, decades older than mm -hmm. us. Were. Maybe Breck was alive in the 1918 flu. Breck might have been. I think he was, yeah. We just talk about that while he's Randy definitely was. <laughs> Randy, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, For sure. he was pulling a wagon across the plains. <laughs> oh, he's been through it all, hasn't he? He, he has, yeah. he has. So he, he's your go-to guy because of that. Um, but yeah, this is completely unchartered territory for everyone. And... Um, you know, and it's understandable people, if they're not already, they're going to get frustrated. They're going to get, they're going to get, um, they're going to go through all those, you know, the stages of grief basically. Um, but for different reasons, it's not necessarily, 
the usual stages of grief, but I mean, there's going to be at times anger, there's going to be at times uh, frustration and sadness, but uh, you know, I guess it just, we have to realize this is new to everyone. We're all in this. And, well, and, uh, and usually, you know, you need to, for the greater good, you need to go out and do something right? You know, or, or right. give something here. We're in a situation where you, you should do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> for, I know. For the greater that's, good. that's weird. That's uh, yeah. We're never, we're never told um, don't come out. We're never told that we're always told, come on out and help. And, right. and, and I mean, and in some cases, there is a need for that. Our medical professionals have been stellar, and um, outstanding. Everyone right. else, all the, the 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 service providers have been out there, and the and you know, down. But we can't forget. We can't just forget about the small businesses. They still no, need our support. And right. also, I was thinking about all the churches. You know, um, what about the giving to charitable organizations? You know, we can do that online now, but maybe a lot of people aren't used to doing that. Right. Um, and soon I would imagine most people aren't going to have the resources to do that. If things right. continue this way, it, it's going to right. be tough for money's going to tighten up if it already hasn't. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, it, it, yeah, a lot of people are going to have to be turning to some of these, these uh, charitable services also. So if you can uh, keep them mm -hmm. going, they will help keep um, everyone else going as well. Yeah. Um, and I want to ask you, and I want to ask everyone, um, as we, we talked to this week and the following weeks, um, you know, we all know the downside of all this, and, yeah. and there, there is a lot of down. Um, but there's some good things coming out, too, which is strange. And I know there's going to be, first of all, what can you see something we're doing now that, that we've had to adapt to that will probably continue? Um, a way of doing business, a way of doing our everyday that you think will continue. I think these meetings like we're having right now mm -hmm. <laughs> will be more normal than they ever were before. Uh, I feel like a lot of people will start working from home um, because it's been so simple. It's been a painless transition for a lot of people in terms of retail business. I don't, I hate to draw that future up. I, I just don't know what that is. I know the ones that are succeeding have been the ones that have adapted, the ones that are doing the curbside services, the ones that are offering pickup and, and delivery. Delivery. Um, there's I, so many that are doing well with that. I think they'll be better for it, but I still think there's a there's a, a large hill for them to come up. It adds a different a different uh, feature to their business. One, I don't know what what that means six months from now though. If, yeah. if that means we're, if those businesses are able to continue that, they'll have a leaner staff most likely because it's just not needed. And that's what it's not needed to survive. Um, I hate to, I, 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 there is a lot of great things going on. The tough part is, is separating what is survival mode and what right. is um, the new normal. Right. I, I think those businesses that are starting to, um, you know, like you said, offer the, the delivery portion to their business, I think in a lot of ways, I think that's going to, that's going to maybe even help them more if they weren't doing mm. it already. That might be one of those things that helps them. Um, it's definitely helped. It's definitely pushed us to be more creative and innovative right. and maybe, maybe think about our business and how, you know, we can do some other things, maybe how we can get more on social media you know, right. and obviously we're using a lot more technology now. 
more technology, more, and we're using a little bit more gray matter too. I think. Yes, <laughs> we're, having to, we're having to think a little more. We're having to think. Mm-hmm. We're having to be creative, and I, I, that part of it is good, as far as I can say. And um, I don't know. And I think there's more awareness of just how much we all need each other. In, yes. I, you know, I think we'll leave this this whole situation. Maybe this is the brightest spot of it all how much we actually depend upon our local community, how much we depend upon our local businesses, how much they mean to our daily existence. And, and whether it's a cup of coffee from, from Joe's job or Creekside and how that supports them directly or to shopping at IGA rather than going to Walmart 20 miles away, what that does and what, what that means for our community. I would hope that people understand have understood for a long time that shopping local is a big deal. How what affects everything from the people that work at the store to the tax money that goes into funding road improvements and sidewalk improvements. But I hope now they realize just how important that is when we, we are forced to stay at most in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It means a lot for it, how spiritually lifting is it to go grab a cup of coffee and talk to somebody that you're not seeing every five minutes? I know. It's, it's really, really special. And you don't get that without relying on, on your local businesses, your local people. Yeah. I know. I, I, I think it's it maybe my, my, my sunny side version of this is that we all do um, bring everything local, and even even um, we start making things a little bit more local mm-hmm. than we ever did before. Becoming more self-sustaining as a community is kind of a dream, you know. Um, love to see that, and I and I think maybe after all this too, we'll all be missing each other so much. I already miss you guys. Like the first, I miss you guys too. <laughs> uh, that that you know that we will have. Uh, more celebrations and more cause to get together. I mean, it might be a little weird at first. It might be, we might be a little iffy about it, mm-hmm. but eventually I think our, our just, our human souls are going to be craving that, um, that face to face. I hope it also, I hope it also makes us more aware of our surroundings and our neighbors. And I know I've heard mm-hmm. stories of people who maybe can't get out and do their own shopping. Right. Neighbors need to be aware of that and step in. And I've heard a lot of people volunteering um, right. And helping out people, but you know, a lot of times we're unaware because we just assume everybody can take care of themselves. Right. You and, know, and this is a different situation. You know, especially with older people, they probably should not be going out at all. Right. So yeah. it, it makes you think. I know with my mother, she doesn't <clears throat> go out often anyway, um, and she's on oxygen, and so this is kind of her normal. You know, staying right. in and it really puts it into perspective when you know, then you're af- afraid or, you know, maybe not. So afraid. now we kind of, we kind of know what it feels like. Right. We know we what they're relate. going through. And we know, you know, we love it. I mean, love it when people FaceTime us and right. people reach out. So reach out to your, your mom, your dad, your grandparents. I think mm-hmm. they appreciate it. And just maybe even someone you don't know. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> make a friend, make a friend with someone who's shuttled. <laughs> well, I, um, I want to thank you, Bill, for joining us today. Yeah, and I want to tell everybody if if they have any questions at all, um, please feel free to email me at any time. Bwalker at GreenvilleIllinois.com. It's pretty simple. Um, yeah. 
leave your phone number if you want me to call you directly and I'll, I'll reach out to you. And Jess, Adam, get ready. You're going to be doing a lot of work too. So. <laughs> he's he's hey, ready for it. He's got to be. I did have yeah. one question, Bill. Yeah. Has the city considered doing kind of like a Q&A, maybe on Zoom, where we could uh, just ask questions, you know, and maybe not from as much of the business perspective, but just from the, just from the citizen perspective? I, I don't think we have. Because uh, the college um, has been doing that with their students and the Zooms, we've done some Zoom sessions. It seems to work pretty well. How, how many people have been attending those, do you know? Oh, um, I think the biggest one I was at had 20 or more. Hmm. And, and they've actually done some other, they're trying to do a bunch of uh, different gatherings with students, trying to keep them engaged. And some of those mm -hmm. have been much, much bigger. I know that. Yeah, that, that's something we need to look into because no matter what Jess and, and, and Elaine say, I am not a, pro, a benefactor of Zoom, but I really like using it. <laughs> They've been teasing me saying, hey, we need to make a Zoom call. We need to make a Zoom call. And they think that I'm making, a mon making money on every time yeah. I make a call. Like, do they? <laughs> yeah. It's a multi-level marketing scheme created yeah, by the longer. <laughs> yeah. Don't think that's how it worked. That'd be great, though. Yeah. Did. So we do need to, there's a lot of questions out there, a lot of things that we can take care of or, or work through. I appreciate that idea. We'll, I'll pass that along. Yeah, I think that's not a, not a bad idea. Hey, thanks well, for thank, joining us. Yeah, thanks again, oh, my Bill. My pleasure. I, I enjoy these conversations. Yeah, see, we're, we're craving human, you know, yeah. interaction. Yeah, again, that email for Bill is bwalker at greenvilleillinois.com, correct? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, Okay. We want to thank you. Uh, thank you all for tuning in today to the Greenville Smart Podcast. Uh, Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by Greenville University. Greenville Chamber of Commerce and today the city of Greenville. Thanks Deloy for being here too. Yeah, I know I don't lot. say that enough. So oh. thanks and, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.